Morena ke hotoka chang li fumeng le boleung ke aroro ma un khoge nono te un pepono karina kotoke morena ke hotoka chang karina kotoke Happy Sabbath. Welcome to the Whole Duty of Man podcast. Um, you are listening to Work It Out and I'm your host, Fiona. In tonight's episode, we'll be looking at the nature of man. Uh, we are continuing with our series on fundamentals of Christian faith. So far, we have looked at the Holy Scriptures, the Godhead, um, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and last week we looked at creation uh, as a whole, the world and animals and plants, including um, human beings. But this week, as we will be looking at the nature of man, and I believe we'll be going into a deeper study of how exactly man was created. What is the nature of man? Um, so, uh, help me to welcome Brother Loaho Harabahai, who will be presenting uh, for us on this topic. Um, I hope that you learn a lot. Uh, be blessed. With so many options on how to spend our time, music, TV, sports, it's high time we tuned in to the Word of God. Tune in Monday, 7 p.m., Decoding Life with JD, The Health Plug, Wednesday, 7 p.m., and Work It Out with Fiona, Thursdays at 7 p.m., only on this podcast. This is the whole Duty of Man podcast, equipping you for eternity. The Bible is the inspired word of God. It is the only book which reveals to us the nature of humanity. Let us study the Bible, for if we do so, we shall find rest for our souls. Greetings, friends in Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, who art in heaven, Lord, be with us as we indulge our minds to study your word in Christ Jesus. Amen. The subject of thought today is the nature of man. Who are we? Who created us? What does the science say about our origin and our nature? As Seventh-day Adventist community, we believe that men and women were created in the image of God, with individuality, the power and freedom to think and to do. Though created free beings, each is an indivisible unity of body, mind, and spirit, dependent upon God for life and breath and all else. When our first parents disobeyed God, they denied their dependence upon Him and fell from their high position under God. The image of God in them was made and they became subject to death. 
their descendants, you and I, share this fallen nature and its consequence. They are born with weaknesses and tendencies to evil. It is easy for you and I, friend, to be persuaded or to, to be persuaded for to do evil. But God in Christ reconciled the world to himself and by his spirit restores in the penitent mortals the image of their maker. Created for the glory of God, they are called to love him and one another and to care for their environment. These words are found in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28, Genesis chapter 2 to 27, Psalms 8 verse 4 and 8, Psalms 51 verse 10. Let us consider Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and 27. We are told that God created us in his image, in his likeness goes on to further tell us in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 the components that made you and I. When God formed man, we are told that he took dust from the ground, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Though today many believe that human beings originated from the lower forms of animal life and are a result of natural processes that took billions of years, such an idea cannot be harmonized with the biblical record that human beings have been subject to a process of degeneration is crucial to the biblical view of the nature of man. I'm talking here about theories that were first introduced by a man called Charles Darwin, where he told us that we were created from a process of evolution where whatever. But this do not harmonize with the biblical records of how God created us. The origin of the human race is found in the divine counsel. God said, let us make man, Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. The plural us refers to, to the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Of one purpose, then, God began to create the first human being. And we are told that he, that is man, was created from the dust of the ground, created after the divine type. God himself breathed, breathed, can you breathe, the breath of life. And man became 
a living soul. Friends, we are told that when God created us, we were created in the image and likeness of God. We were created for relationships with others. When God said, it is not good for a man that should, that should be alone. Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. He made Eve just as the three members of the Godhead are united in loving relationship. So we were created for fellowship found in friendship or marriage. In these relationships, we have we have the opportunity to live for others. Also, we are told that we were created to be stewards of the environment. God said, let them, that is men, have dominion over the fish and the sea, over the beds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. So we are told that we were also made to be stewards of the environment. Also, we were created to be imitate to imitate God. As human beings, we are to act like God because we were made to be like God. Though we are human and not divine, we are to reflect our maker within our dominion in every way possible. The fourth commandment appeals to this obligation. We are to follow our maker's example in working the first six days of the week and resting on the seventh. On the Sabbath. Exodus chapter 20, 8 to 11. Also, we were created with a conditional immortality. At creation, our first parents were given immortality. Though their possessions of it was conditioned upon obedience, having access to the tree of life, they were destined to live forever. The only way they could jeopardize their state of immortality was through transgressing the commandment that forbade them to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Disobedience will lead to death. Genesis chapter 2 verse 17. And friends, this is where we find ourselves. Our parents did eat the forbidden tree, the fruit of the forbidden tree, and they fell. And as they fell, we are told about the impact of sin upon humanity. The first consequence of sin was a change in the human nature that affected interpersonal relationship as well as the relationship with God. The new 
eye-opening experience brought Adam and Eve only feelings of shame. Genesis chapter 3 verse 7. I'm talking here after they had eaten the fruit that they were told not to eat. Instead of becoming God's equal, as Satan had promised, they became afraid and attempted to hide. What a shame. Genesis chapter 3 verse 8 to 10. When God questioned Adam and Eve about their sin, instead of admitting their fault, they tried to pass the blame along. You know, this one made me do this. This was the second consequence. Not blaming yourself, blaming others. The nature which God never gave us. Friends, let us consider Isaiah chapter 59 verse 2. It reads, But your iniquities have separated you from your God. So sin on itself causes me and you to be separated from God. It causes us to flee, to hide, to not find ourselves at fault but try to to distance ourselves or try by all means to, to blame others for our consequence. Sin involves thoughts as well as action. Some may feel that the sentence of death was too severe a penalty for eating the forbidden fruit, but we are only good the seriousness of the transgression in the light of the effect of Adam's sin on human race. History reveals that Adam's descendants share the sinfulness of his nature. In prayer, David said, In your sight, no one living is righteous. That is Psalms. 143 verse 2 Therefore is no one who does not sin. 1 Kings chapter 8 verse 49 And Solomon said, Who can say I have made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 9 There is not a just man on earth who does good and does not sin. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 20. The New Testament is equally clear, stating that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and that if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not with, within us. What, what words? 1 John chapter 8, 1 John chapter 1 verse 8. So the Bible is clear, friends. The nature that we have now, we have seen within. We have the tendencies to yield to sin. And that is something where, how do John, are, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 22 says, in Adam all die. 
through one man sin in through one man sin entered the world and death through sin and thus death spread to all men because all sin Romans chapter 5 verse 12 the human's heart corrupts affects the total person in this light job exclaims who can bring a clean thing out of unclean no one job chapter 14 verse 4 david said behold i was brought forth in iniquity and in sin my mother conceived me psalms 51 verse 5 and paul state state that the carnal mind is enmity against god for it is not subject to the law of god nor indeed can it be so then those who are in the flesh cannot please god romans chapter 8 verse 7 and 8 before conversion we pointed out believers were by nature children of wrath just like the rest of humanity humanity ephesians chapter 2 verse 3 Although as children we acquire sinful behavior through imitation, the above text affirms that we inherit our basic sinfulness or our our tendency. The universe the universal sinfulness of humanity is evident that by nature we tend towards evil, not good. But the question remains, is there any hope for you and I? Do the rays of heaven shine upon you and me? David contemplated humanity's position in creation, at first impressed with the vastness of the universe, he thought men insignificant then he became aware of humanity's true position speaking of man's present relation with God he said you have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with the glory and honor you have made him to have dominion over the works of your hand Psalms chapter 8 verse 5 and 6 Hebrews chapter 2 verse 7 also friends let us consider 2nd Peter chapter 1 verse 4 where it, it reads whereby are given unto us exceedingly exceeding great and precious promise that by this ye might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust you see, friends, through Christ, through the death at the cross, through the blood of the Lamb, we, you and I, can also become partakers of the divine nature. In spite of the fall, there remains a sense of human dignity. Although made the divine likeness was not completely obliterated. Though fallen, corrupt, sinful, 
man is god representative on earth his nature is less than divine yet he holds a dignified position as god's caretaker on earthly creation when david realized this he responded with praise and thanksgiving o lord our god how exceedingly is your name in all the earth psalms chapter 8 verse 9 and the closing statement the renewal of the heart it affords transformation it transforms the individuals so that they will bring forth the fruits of the spirit love joy peace long suffering kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self control galatians chapter 5 22 verse 23 though the power of christ saving grace they may walk as christ walked daily enjoying the things that please god john chapter 8 verse 29 fallen humanity's only hope is to accept god's invitation to enter into his covenant of grace through faith in jesus christ we can experience this relationship that assures our adoption as children of god and heirs with christ to his kingdom friends i want to close with this word john um john chapter 3 verse 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have the everlasting life through christ we may or might be partakers but let me rephrase the word through christ we we you and i can become partakers of the divine nature by accepting jesus christ friends we have a chance also to be restored back to the nature which god intended us to have the divine nature let us pray heavenly father who art in heaven lord may your word change us help us lord to accept you as our personal savior help us lord to change the nature which we have and have the nature the mind of christ in the name of our beloved jesus christ i pray amen